Michael B. Vail, Colorado. Welcome to this Friday's edition of Good Morning Vale. I'm your in-studio host, Gretchen Plesha. We have the incredible Mark Sassy in studio today. Super excited about that. And we're going to talk all things sports today. We have Skate Gypsum, some of the kiddos heading in to talk about the new skate park in Gypsum opening up today and all things sports. So have that coffee. Get ready because Good Morning Vale starts right now. Hey, good morning, everybody. Mark Sassy here at your TV8 Weather Center. Gretchen in the studio with me today. And I was talking to her off camera, and she's like, I'm so excited to go skiing. I cannot wait for opening day. 56 days away, believe it or not. And I guarantee you, a little bit of snow fell at these higher elevations around the Gore Range because our evening lows were in the 30s, and it's going to be cool the next set of four or five days. The evenings are going to be cool also, so any moisture might fall in the form of snow at those higher elevations. Today, for Friday, we are going to see 45 around 8 o'clock. We're going to see 62 around noontime. 40% chance of moisture. So if you're headed out for the day, 40% chance, that's minimal. There might be some showers here and there. Pack a light rain jacket, and then just go about your program for the day. Don't let a little bit of rain possibly deter you. As you look at the forecast throughout the daytime, you're going to see starting in the clouds. Cloudy to start, 40s, 50s, 59 around 4 p.m. Scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon also, and then partly cloudy as we make our way into the 8 o'clock hour tonight. If you're coming up from Denver to play at Oktoberfest or come to um, the Vail Concourse, the old Vail Automotive Classic, you're leaving temperatures in the mid to upper 60s with a 60% chance down in Denver of some moisture. And then all around Eagle County, 40% chance for Vail, Eagle, and Avon. Temperatures kind of hovering in the low to mid to upper 60s, depending upon where you are in Eagle County. Now, tonight we're going to see 34 degrees for a low temperature. So once again, cool. So there could be a little bit of snow continuing to fall at the higher elevations. Sun setting at 716. And we're going to see about a 20% chance of moisture. Now, looking at that five-day, Saturday and Sunday for the final Oktoberfest October, October of, of the season here in Vail, sunshine, low 70s, 71 for Saturday, 72 for Sunday. For Monday, we're looking at partly cloudy skies with a 20% chance of moisture, uh, 70 degrees for a high on Monday. For Tuesday, a 40% chance with a high of 69 and then we're looking at sunshine and warmer temperatures returning as you make your way into the, uh, the middle of next week for Wednesday. But evening lows, Gretchen, those evening lows in the 30s all the way through the middle of next week. You know I'm excited. Are, <laughs> if I could ski today, I would. I would. Yeah. I mean, I, would I, have I probably you, would, too. Yeah, I would have you uh, get my skis all prepped ready to we go. We have to tune your skis. That's please, right. Please, please, please. Sure because I have that. to be honest, When you did, after you did that, I went so fast for opening days. We're so. going to need to put some slower yeah. wax on your skis next time. 
I'm excited. So we got the studio today. Gretchen and I am typically out uh, and about roaming around on Fridays. Um, but with a little bit of rain in the forecast, I thought I'd have the opportunity to sit in here with you. Let's and, be honest. Yeah. I just wanted you in here. And Mark, I've known him forever. And I remember early days, I thought, I'm like, Mark Sassy. Good morning, TVA. <laughs> I have to be. So I'm like, so stoked. I'm All excited. Right. <laughs> oh, just I'm turning my turn in red. No, you're fine. You know you're awesome. So, up, hey, yeah. what do we got coming up on the show today? Obviously, you talked about the Gypsum Skate Park, yes. the grand opening. Really of the cool. Park. And yeah. I love skating. You know, it's interesting. It's, it used to get a bad kind of reputation, but now it's a great thing because kids come together. I've seen a lot of really good things happen because of skate parks. They come together. They have an outlet to go do fun activities. Yeah. And it's, it's cool. So and they, it's be- they need that. And it kind of... It, it disconnects them from sometimes their social media and their 100%. phones. 100%. And that's what is, whether it's a skate park or going on a hike or going fishing or playing golf, just kind of set the phone down for a bit because it's so important. It's so bad. And I'll be honest, even with me, you know, I'll take pictures when I'm skiing and I'm like, what am I doing? This is stupid. Put it away. It's time to be present and just have some fun. And easier said than done, right? Truth. We also have uh, one of your friends that owns this company called Sunward. So coming into the cool. Studio. This is a hat that she actually made for me. It matches my outfit. Mark teased me. Yes, maybe I planned my outfit around it. But really cool. a disco cool. ball on it. Yes, it does, because I'm fun. Party. And you like to dance party and you like music. I do. Well, music is my jam, yes. Right? So we're really excited about that. Sunward, she is an amazing human being, Carrie. And then we have the kids from Skate Park, the Skate Gypsum, as well as our friend Chris Anthony. Yes, yeah, so so Chris, An- Chris, awesome. Chris Anthony. Uh, Mission to Mount Manger. Chris Anthony's been in um, a multitude of Warren Miller movies. Spectacular spokesperson for the sport of skiing. He was one of the MCs at the uh, Colorado Ski and Snow Sports Hall of Fame recently. Right. And he also wants to come in and share with us uh, how he's working on his uh, his youth initiative project. So we're psyched to have Chris Anthony in here. The Eagle Valley Library District. Um, we just have a busy show and yes, a busy weekend coming uh, up too, right? I know, and yeah. you're the master of ceremonies. That's so cool. Are you excited? Your last Oktoberfest today? Well, not no. last, but last for this year. <laughs> I'm excited because it's uh, the later hosen. You're over it. I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm about to say later hosen. Later to the later hosen. <laughs> later, later hosen. I and, like it. <laughs> and then we also have the uh, the the Vail Automotive Classic, which yeah. has been around for 14 years. Um, it's taken on a new name. It's the Vail Concourse, and so it's cool. just a plethora of of spectacular automobiles dating back to probably the late 1800s and then some futuristic cars and everything in between all on display around Lion's Head. And it's really cool. Even if you're someone like me that doesn't know a lot about cars, it's so interesting to go and look at them. People will tell you all about them, so it's a win-win. It's really beautiful. And we were talking before and you were reminiscing going back to the <laughs> oh, day. <no. laughs> and you're like, I remember meeting you, Mark, and yes. I was modeling around the cars during the car show. You're going to find those photos. Oh, no. No, no, no. We're good. I was blonde back then. We don't need... (laughs) All right, Mark. Well, we're so excited to have Mark here, as always. And we'll keep it right here. We have more Good Morning Vale to come. Lion's Head Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lion's Head Village for over a decade, Our 4,000-square-foot gallery boasts a -a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum-quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is, There's more for you on 92? because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vale from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. 
More local coverage with Bell Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vale.com. Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Bleshaw. You might recognize me from the glitz and glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall. It's hard to miss. Come and say hi. Give me a high five. And make sure to watch me right here on TV8. Hey, welcome back to Good Morning Vale. So Robbie Whittle, he is our sports reporter, and he focuses on a lot around Eagle County for high school sports between Eagle Valley, Vale Christian, Battle Mountain, and also the Vale Mountain School. He looks at football, he looks at soccer, he looks at cross country, volleyball, whatever the sports are for that season. And he also bounces around and talks a lot about what's happening down in Boulder with the CU Buffaloes. Big game this weekend between the Buffaloes and the Rams. There's also a Broncos game also. We got your sports report, part one, coming up. It's called, I call it anyways, the Rob Report. We'll be right back. Here we go. Thanks for joining us. Eagle Valley football is gearing up for another game this weekend, and they're coming off of their first win of the season. We talked with head coach Chris Lake to find out what that win last weekend was like for his program and what his team needs to do in order to pick up their second win of the year. So we're down here at Eagle Valley, and it's a new week for the football program. A big win last week over Evergreen, your first of the season. But now we got a new week in front of us. we got Conifer coming right here to the field Friday night. What are your thoughts ahead of this matchup? Uh, just staying focused, keeping the team focused after a big win. Um, 
it's different than the last two weeks before that, so we got to keep the guys humble, keep them working hard, and keep them, you know, getting better this week. Okay, and what's kind of been the main focus in practice this week? You kind of told me just getting better, but can you elaborate a little on that? Yeah, I mean, just getting guys to do their assignments, you know, more consistently, getting them, you know, every time to do what we're telling them to instead of playing a little bit on their own uh, and just, you know, making sure we're making the plays that we need to. Okay, and let's go back to last weekend against Evergreen. Your first win as head coach of this program, not to mention the first win of this season. How fired up was that locker room after that game with Evergreen? It was definitely a different vibe this week for sure, yeah. Um, Tons of energy. Our crowd was awesome this week. You know, they gave us a lot of energy during the game. Our student section was going crazy. They rushed the field after the win, so it it was an exciting win for this program, and, and I'm happy to have my first win as a head coach here. Yeah, and not to mention, you know, it's an exciting game to always, you know, come out victorious, get that first W on the schedule. But thinking in the grand scheme of things, I know you're a head coach, you like to think one game at a time, but how important is a win like this for the whole season? Well, yeah, it sets the season up, right? You know, if we, if we don't win a game, we don't get the season started. So, um, yeah, it sets us up good. We got, you know, some good matchups these next couple of weeks, we think, for ourselves. And, you know, that'll, that'll help us carry on into league and hopefully we be successful there. Okay, and I was watching y'all practice some special teams later in today's practice. How confident are you in the kicking abilities right now? We're good. So we are missing a guy this week. Nate, our normal kicker, um, got a concussion, so he's he's out for the week. Um, so got some new guys in there kicking, but you know they're they're stepping up and they're doing a great job. So we're confident in them. Okay. Any emphasis on maybe going for it a little more on fourth down, or you think the kicking abilities are going to be there come Friday? That's kind of my emphasis all the time. You know, unless we're pinned down on our own side, we're going for it most of the time on fourth down. So um, not much of a change there. Um, Confidence-wise, we're still confident with the guys that we have, and when we call their number, we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. And what can you kind of tell me about this Conifer team? You know, scouting them this year, you know, they're – it seems like maybe they're a younger team. Uh, not sure about that. I didn't necessarily study their roster, but, you know – they're going to come and play football. They're going to be tough just like they always are. And, you know, we feel like we have good matchups across the board. So we think we can take advantage of that, and it should be a successful game for us. Okay. And any lessons learned against Evergreen last week that you're looking to carry over into this game and hopefully come out on top of Conifer? Yeah, you know, our defense was outstanding in the Evergreen game. So we just need to bring our offense up to speed, have them help our defense a little bit more, take the pressure off them. We keep putting our defense in tough situations, and they keep standing up for us, so that's great. We just need to get the offense to come along a little bit this week. Okay, and one more practice before that game. you got one more Thursday practice before Friday night lights hit. What's going to be the main focus in that practice? Just cleaning everything up and getting focused for the game. Yep. Okay, and last question for me. How important would a win be against Conifer to go back-to-back Ws, have you know two and two on the schedule? Yeah, that's something that hasn't happened here in a few years. So it would be absolutely huge. And, you know, we, we expect that to happen. That, that is our expectation for this week. Um, and then roll on into Niowat next week. Awesome. Thanks, Coach. Taking a look now at some games around the Valley. As we discussed, Eagle Valley will be on the hunt for their second win of the season. Looking to bat 500 on the year. And will play in a matchup with Conifer Friday at 4 p.m. Bill Christian, they've got a home game, their third of the season, not at home, but game of the year, against McClave after falling to Lyons County last weekend in a tough matchup. And Glidwood Springs playing neighboring Basalt. They'll match up Friday as well. So for the first time since 2019, Battle Mountain High Volleyball picked up their first win over rival school Eagle Valley. We're going to reflect on that night and what it was like to win that game for senior Dulce Arona. And joining me now is the senior Dulce Arona. 
Final thoughts on tonight's matchup. You guys got the win over Eagle Valley for the first time since 2019. You've never seen this happen before in your career as a Husky. What are your thoughts right now? I just feel like very proud of our team and how we stuck together. We really just pulled out the two-set win after losing those first two. And I'm really proud of us just in general of how we stuck together as a team. And you guys go down 0-2. You guys are in the hole down two sets. Then you come back, put up two quick sets, and then you win the third. What does that kind of say about the resilience of this squad? You know, not about to give up at any point during this game, although times may be looking bad at certain points in, this, in the matchup. Yeah, our team, I feel, is very disciplined, and they really wanted to win this game, not only just because it was Eagle Valley, but for Lauren as well. And it was just a huge honor to, for us to, like, keep playing, and we just wanted to win so bad. Okay. And what's next for you guys? You guys got this big game against Palisade tomorrow. What do you guys need to be focusing on ahead of this matchup? You know, you don't have a lot of turnaround time to stop and think. You know, it's going to be a couple hours of celebration, then it's back to that grind. What do you guys need to be focusing on in this next matchup? I think uh, we need to come in with the same energy we had for this match into Palisade. Palisade is a very challenging game for us. And I feel like if we come in with the same energy, same want to win, we will definitely give them a challenge for the game and hopefully win. And Palisades know Eagle Valley in terms of rivalry to y'all, but there's still somewhat of a rival school for y'all. How big and important or just magical would it be if you guys stepped on the court and caught another win against a rival school back-to-back? It would be very big for us. I just feel like as a team, like it would mean so much to us just because we haven't we haven't been doing very well the past few years. So winning Eagle Valley and then Palisade would be just a huge win overall for us. Okay, and what needs to happen going into that matchup with Palisade in order to walk out the doors of that gym with a W on your schedule? We need to just really all stick together, stick with the same discipline, and keep the same grit of just wanting to win and pushing points. Yeah, and tonight, you know, could be a good example of what you may want to accomplish on the court in terms of playing that next game, what are some takeaways you had from tonight that you may want to exemplify in your next matchup tomorrow with Palisade? Yeah, so uh, I just want to keep like reiterating the fact that we just stuck with the game. Even losing, being down two sets, we kept playing our hardest and we played our best and that's how we won. Is there anything you told your girls as a senior, you know, any words of wisdom you kind of passed on when you guys were in the hole down two sets? to keep them fired up and keep them in this game? Um, well, really, we just all just um, talked about how much we wanted to win this game and how much it would mean to us. And just because we had lost those first two sets didn't mean we were going to lose the game. We still had the grit. We still had the determination to keep to want to win. Okay. Any final thoughts you want to add? Big night for y'all. Uh, I just... I'm very proud of our team right now. <laughs> that's, that's fine. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for stopping by. Great win tonight for Battle Mountain High School over Eagle Valley. You can catch them Tuesday night as they take on their other rival school, Palisade. Good morning, Vail. TV8 Vail is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Stop by for Good Morning Veil vale at 7 a.m. and stay all day for lifestyle favorites such as Good Day Veil, vale, Daily Flash, Suki and Scott, and more. And you're sure to find the adventure you crave with back-to-back -back episodes of Scoreboard Nation and Outdoor America. Find us all day every day on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92, on TV8Veil.com, and on all our social media platforms. 
There's more for you on Channel 92. Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Hey there, I'm at the Home Outpost in Gypsum. Recently, I just videoed Margie Hamrick to talk us about how do you refresh your home. Who doesn't want to refresh their home? So join us on the next episode of Good Day Vale. Welcome aboard. Bobby Laurie and Nikki Noya have your ticket to everything you need for an on-the-go lifestyle. Grab your boarding pass. It's time to Jet Set. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. Everybody, welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Let's take a look at your weather for Friday. Then we'll jump ahead and look at the weekend because we are knocking on the doors to the weekend. And then we'll jump into the first couple of days of next week. Denver today, 67 for a high with a 60% chance of moisture. And if you notice, all around Eagle County, we're depending upon where you are, mid, uh, low to mid to upper 60s and about a 40% chance of moisture from Vale through Avon right here at the home of the TV8 studios, all the way down towards Eagle and Gypsum. So we are gonna see some moisture on and off today. As you can see by looking at your hourly, around noontime, the cloud covers will still kind of linger around overcast skies. We might see a few showers in between eight o'clock and noon, but really into the afternoon hours, we're gonna see scattered thunderstorms. So pack a light rain jacket. If you're coming over to Oktoberfest, you're gonna go walk around and check out some of those spectacular cars. But your forecast for the day, 45 at eight o'clock this morning, we're gonna see that 40% chance of moisture, cloudy early afternoon showers coming your way, and then a slight breeze, light and variable, not much to talk about. 
uh, but there will be some moisture falling from the sky. We're going to see tonight 34 for a low, 20% chance of moisture continuing. Sun setting a little bit earlier. We're looking at 716 now. It is definitely getting darker earlier out there. I can feel it. Definitely can feel it. Uh, partly cloudy skies tonight. Then your five-day forecast. We're going to see sunshine for Saturday and Sunday for the last two days of 2023, the Vail edition of Oktoberfest. Then we're going to have uh, partly cloudy skies for Monday with a high of 70, 69 for Tuesday, 70 degrees for that high temperature on Wednesday. And once again, like we talked about before, noticing temperatures in the 30s throughout the evening. So definitely cooler right now. And if we see any moisture at those higher elevations, those evening temperatures are going to be cooler than what you're seeing on the screen. So uh, there could be some maybe a little flurry action up there on the mountain. <laughs> it's very possible. 56 I'm really just doing it because you get so excited about it. 56 days. 56? 56. I'm ready. Remember down. 10th is what they're talking about. <sighs> excited. All right. I want to, uh, I know this is going to be kind of I'm a little fun. nervous about it. Well, this. you told me, you told me earlier that you have a friend coming to town, right? Yes. From and Aspen. you guys might swing by and, and visit at Oktoberfest. Yes. I think that if you're around tonight, Around 7 o'clock, I think you and your friends should get inspired and come out and do... We have our first competition tonight, and it's okay. the Stein Hoist and Hold. Okay, and I've never done this ever before. I've never tried. You might, Do you know Candace from the uh, Sitzmark? Have you met Candace yes, before? Yes, I do. Yes. I got Candace into the bratwurst eating last year. Oh, my God. And she made it to the... She was down to the runner-up. She crushed it. That's amazing. Okay, no bratwurst eating. I, maybe I'll try this. So we'll I wanna, the, so the Stein lifting, this is really funny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rewind a little bit. Last weekend in Lionshead on Sunday, the final day of the event, and we do the Stein lifting Friday, Saturday, and Sunday... And there was a wedding party, a younger wedding party, a group in their, probably in their 20s. Um, and they all wanted to sign up for the Stein lifting. And they had been kind of <laughs> celebrating stuff all weekend long. I love how you're like celebrating. I'm just trying to kind of <laughs> sugarcoat it, right? <laughs> so they, they get, the girls go out and they do their Stein lifting. It's, uh, it's 12 women and they all do their competition. And that one's over. That was good. And then the guys come up and they all filter onto the stage. And there's this one guy, yeah. and he's like, hey, can I take my shirt off? <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> of course. Why am I surprised? And I knew this guy from not before. Surprised. His name is Drew. I will not forget it because he did the keg bowling, too. And he's like, can I take my shirt off? I'm like, okay. So he gets up on the stage, and he takes his shirt off. And then there's another guy up there, and he's like, hey, can I take my shirt off? <gasps> wow. So I'm on the microphone. I'm like, you know what? Why don't you all just take your shirts off? <laughs> so all the guys popped their shirts off. Where was I during it this? It was pretty comical. <laughs> and it got down. And there were a couple of these guys that were from this wedding group. Right. And it was between the two of them at the end. And then when one of them ended up winning, it was like a crowd, like a rush. I love it. Up onto the stage. And they were pouring beer on each other. Like, I've never seen it before. Like, they won the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl of uh, beer steins, I guess. <laughs> That's amazing. So, anyways, I think we have a little bit of time. So, on the stein holding, this is a variation. This is really, obviously, the steins are, they weigh five pounds. Okay. When they're full of beer and they're big, okay? And this is root beer. Everywhere. The rule, are you right-handed? I am. Okay, so the way you need to hold it, hopefully you can all see this, okay. your thumb has to be wrapped down over your fingers. It cannot be going down right. over the top like this, right? Okay. And your elbow has to be locked out. Okay. You cannot bend your elbow. Don't bend your elbow, okay? okay. And your arm has to be <laughs> 90 degrees um, off the ground, okay? Oh, so no geez. going up this or going down, workout. right? Okay. Both of your shoulders need to be square to the crowd. Okay. And then your free hand 
this has to dangle to the side. You can't put it on your hip. You can't put okay. it in your pocket. And you can't lean back. Ooh. And it's pretty funny because everybody's <laughs> like, they're out there doing this. And they're like dancing to the music yeah. and doing whatever. <laughs> and then within like a minute and a half, they, you start seeing their eyes kind of focus more. And they're right? like shaking. And then they get this, this stuff's going and they're spilling. It really is entertaining. And the crowd Loves goes it. bonkers. So this is tonight at 7 p.m. This will be tonight. The first one's tonight. Um, and I'll be there around 4, kicking things off. And then the first competition's at 6. You want to get there. I want to try I mean, this first again. You want to sign up at 6. Okay. I want you showing up, okay? So is it men and women together? No, it's a group of men and, and then, then a group, group of ladies. Of okay. I'm going to get her doing it. All right. I'm we'll be right back. We've got uh, What do we have? Who do we have coming in the studio? We have Skate Gypsum. I'm so excited. All the people from Skate Gypsum. So it's going to be awesome. Tonight awesome. is the opening. Gypsum Skate Park. Yeah. We'll, be right, we'll be right back with uh, Skate Gypsum. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Well, Archer and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi. I'm Ben Roof and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8 Vale or at TV8Vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. Experience the beauty of fall on the rails of the Leadville Railroad. Take in the cool mountain breeze as you climb to 11,000 feet to watch the vibrant reds, oranges, and golds of fall come alive. Enjoy delicious hot beverages, learn some history, and relax with family and friends. Even your pets can enjoy a ride on the train. Offering daily trips, the weekend specials sell out fast. To secure your seat, book today at LeadvilleRailroad.com. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email Danielle at TVAVale.com. 
Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I have some awesome human beings on the couch. I am super stoked. Hey guys, how are you doing at Skate Gypsum this morning? So early. How are you guys doing? Doing how are you? I'm thank you for no one ever asked me that. <laughs> Dope. Thank you. I am doing well. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for getting up so early. And I have to say, you came from far away. Where did you come from? I came from Sweetwater. So awesome. up close to Glenwood. That is so rad. And you guys are all gonna go to the opening night. The reason you're here is Skate Gypsum, the opening of the skate park tonight in Gypsum. Yeah. Super stoked. All right, so let's talk about this. What do you guys do? Do you all skate or do some of you do other things? What do you do? I BMX. You BMX? Yeah. See, and I just, I shouldn't have done that. I thought you were a skater. The look, the vibe, the hair. I love it. <laughs> BMX, dope. Okay, what do you do? I skateboard. You skateboard? Yes. I am all about women that skateboard. That's so dope. And I roller skate. So yeah. cool. Awesome. And then do you? Yeah, I was gonna go chill at the skate park while my students skated and they taught me how to skateboard. Ah, oh, that's so, so now I skateboard. Oh, I love <laughs> it. That's so awesome. Right on guys. So how did you get involved with all of this? I'm so excited. Like how did you start doing all this teaching, doing skating? Um, I really believe in project-based learning and learning that happens in real life. So okay. I wanted to take kids, especially right after the pandemic, I wanted to take them to a place that was a more natural learning environment. Right on. Um, we were just back into schools and it was uncomfortable and it was hard to be like masked up and far away mm -hmm. from each other. And so I noticed more kids were at the skate park during the pandemic and I said, let's take school there. Oh. And so started taking them to the skate park. They taught me how to skate and we were exploring the question, how can we positively influence the skate culture in our community right on. with our individual identities? And this project naturally has been born. So they're the ones that led the entire skate park project. That is um, such a cool story. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. That's brilliant because you would just think, no offense guys, you guys are dope. I talked to them off camera, I love you all. <laughs> But you would think that it would be more of you coming in saying, hey guys, let's get into it. You really kind of led the way, which is cool. How did you guys get involved with BMXing, you know, skateboarding and, uh, is it rollerblading? Roller skating? Roller skating. It's rollerblading is like the, the inline and right. the roller skates are... And roller skating is cool. Course. That's what oh, I used yeah. to do, man, when I was <laughs> when I was little. And it's really cool and it's actually yeah. very athletic. That's really awesome. It takes a lot of balance. Yeah. Uh, I've hit my head a few times, but oh. we always wear a helmet, so I was, it's okay. Good job, girl. <laughs> I was just about to ask you. Well done. And it's steezy. It looks cool. I like it. <laughs> How did you get into BMXing? Uh, I just started bringing my bike to the skate park when I was younger. Okay. And then I ended up getting a BMX bike because I, I liked it so much. That's right. I rad. wanted to pursue it. So you just took a normal bike and yeah. kind of started doing... Yeah. Do you do tricks and stuff? Now I can do a little bit more, yeah. Cool. That's really, really cool. And what about you with skating? Because I know, <laughs> I have to say this, you know, I have been lucky enough to go to the X Games and interview awesome women that skateboard, but it's just really the past couple of years that women have really gotten into it. So, so stoked on you. Tell us how you got involved so, with skating. So, we'll start from the beginning. Yeah, do I, it. Um, asked for a skateboard for Christmas when I was about five and you were five yes my dad delivered and <laughs> I ended up ruining my hardwood floors skating around <laughs> um you can get splinters really easily now so right on but 
it wasn't until like two years ago that I actually started going to the skate park cool. and Miss V has allowed me to step up and learn the ways of the skate park and the ways of how the ground hurts when you hit it. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how honest awesome. you are. You're like, yep, it's no fun. That's not the fun part about it. <laughs> can you drop in and everything? Yes, I can. That, and you wear a helmet, too. Yes, right I, learned, I learned the hard way, too. Yes. <laughs> oh, girl, me, too. Skiing, no helmet. Yeah, oh, I man. feel you. No helmet. I know. Look, at She's like, no, no. <laughs> and what about you? When did you start? Yeah. I started, skating? like, a week before summer hit. Really? Like, it was pretty fun. And I just, like, kept pursuing it because yeah. in elementary school, I would roller skate to school. And we had, like, that same skate park, so I knew how to do a few things. That's but so cute. You now my skill level has, like, duplicated so much. And can you do, because I don't know that much about roller skating mm-hmm. at the skate park, can you do tricks and things? Yeah, then? you can, like, air out and 180 and... Oh, that's so cool. Like, slide across rails and stuff. I want you to teach me how to do that stuff yeah. with my... Because I was just saying, during it's COVID, really I got... It's scary. Like... <laughs> she's like... I, I, I don't want to be responsible for that if you fall. Except for I don't know that it's any scarier than being on TV this morning. <laughs> right. so, I know, you guys are doing a great, great job. Practice. You're awesome, right? I know. I love this. And what about you? Are you digging skateboarding? Yeah. I, like, it's such a special... I don't know. Skate park magic is such a special thing. It's a special community. Um, uh, it's really fun to be like kind of horrible at something mm-hmm. and have the students be better than me and help yeah. and have them help me be better. And um, yeah, I mean, I my husband says I like the idea of skateboarding more than I like like the skateboarding hurts and that you fall. But um, it's a culture that I want to continue to pursue as I grow up you know I dig that you said that because um because of various reasons I've always always been around skateboarding as well and I think it gets a bad rep sometimes and the people that I've met in skateboarding they're so kind they're rad they're so good at like helping people and it's a cool agreed culture the music the vibe the energy I like clothing obviously like the clothing all of it it's a cool energy and I love the community and it is a family that's really cool and I love also that like you're younger than I am, but you know, they're the, the babies growing up doing all of this and you're, you know, you and I, you're learning a little bit later on in life and you're going for it. And I think that's something to be said for people as well. You can do it at any age. You know, I saw actually a 75 year old on Instagram skateboarding and the dude was tatted up and he was just owning his truth. And I'm like, I want to be that fearless. I want to be that girl that does that. So that's so cool. So tell me about tonight, guys. I'm stoked about this. It's going to be fun. We're opening (laughs) the new skate park, which we've been waiting for for way too long. But I'm glad it's coming in my timeline of, like, being a part of that skate park and, like, seeing it evolve from us just wanting to fix up the one we already had to us getting, like, a completely new one. And these guys got to be part of the every step of the process. That's what I wanted to ask. Okay. From picking the company to... um, designing the park to sitting in in the community meetings to writing wow. the um grants that are helping fund this to um Luis has talked at and Adriana has talked at numerous town council meetings really um, you guys that's really really cool that's I, awesome I haven't even done that. <laughs> and then what do we have planned for tonight what what'll go down tonight? yeah I believe we're starting with some speeches um mm-hmm. I myself okay. will be speaking and 
after that, it's the ribbon cutting. Yep. Yep. And oh, that's awesome. I believe we're going to do a little skate show and jump over the ribbon or... I don't know. All three of you guys? Are you all the whole class, I believe. Wow, <laughs> that's so cool. So this is really special to you guys because you it's your baby. You mm. literally created it. And that's... I'm really excited to see the murals go up. Oh, I don't even know about like this. Tell me about the murals. Submissions for artwork that can be put. There's going to be like three pieces. There's going to be five pieces, five? five features at the skate park that'll be rotating art murals. Oh, so wow. um, submissions are still open. Cool. We originally thought that that would close earlier than it did so submissions are still open this probably won't happen until spring yeah. and um people can submit their art to be publicly displayed and then we'll have mural artists mentor the people who submitted oh, their wow. art and every three to four years that'll rotate so youth in our community will have the opportunity That's to so resubmit good. their art and have it publicly displayed at the park well you guys taught me a lot because honestly yes i'm so stoked there's going to be a new skate park for you guys in gypsum but it sounds like you guys really created this moment and it's such a beautiful thing i feel a little emotional about it do you guys feel like that about tonight like your baby's being yes. you know it's here and <laughs> your baby's here and you're able to share that with the community that's pretty awesome you guys well i think we should have you back because i want to see you do some tricks what do you guys think about that are you into Sounds it <laughs> look at his smile he's like i'm not getting up this early ever <laughs> and soren tell us about the canned food tonight uh, oh, so yeah. people can donate a can of food or a dollar right on the all the money is going to go to um, our DJ for the night, DJ right Crusher. Oh. And where and does the canned food go? The canned food is going to be donated. Okay. Uh, cool. To the community market. Awesome, guys. And so there'll be giveaways with those uh, tickets that they get. Okay. Donating. And they can get win like full skateboards or like decks and stuff like that. Uh. They'll, they'll win really big prizes provided by. Um, Transition Sports and also the awesome. Skate Shop and Eagle. Well, I want to see everyone there tonight in Gypsum. This is Skate Gypsum. Thank you guys so much. And keep it right here for more Good Morning Vale. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. It's the fastest half hour in television. Toyota's Race Week takes you inside the high-speed world of NASCAR. Go behind the scenes for a look into the high-adrenaline world of motorsports and hear from your favorite drivers as they discuss the drive to a championship. If you love NASCAR, you won't want to miss Toyota's Race Week. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. 
Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. There was some great energy with the kids from the skate park in Gypsum. We're going to bounce back now and take a look at the second half of the Rob Report, all about sports around Eagle County and high school and college and pro football. Let's take a look. Now we'll hit the soccer field where Vail Mountain School was looking to pick up their fifth win of the season against longtime rival Ski Town Aspen. After a goal within the first 30 seconds of the game, Rutley Heineman hits the deck and picks up the free kick. He'll nail it, and the Gore Rangers go up 2-0. Then it's Heineman again, driving inside. He'll slip it past the defense and roll it left of the keeper to get Vail Mountain School their third goal of the day. Vail Mountain School working together now to set up the shot. The ball finds who else but Heineman again, and he'll let it rip. And this kid does not miss. Gore Rangers go up 4-0 on rival Ski Town Aspen. Evan Sapp. Set up now with a free shot at the goal. Whistle blows and he'll make his move to the ball. Does not disappoint as he comes up with Vail Mountain School's fifth goal of the day. Heineman back with the ball and he'll find his teammate Will Roy who hits what looks like the upper 90 and the Gore Rangers go up 6-0. Vail Mountain School will take this one home in dominant fashion as they knock off Aspen for their fifth win of the year, 8 to nothing. We talked with goalkeeper Hunter Iverson after the game. So big win today for VMS Boys Soccer. They caught the 8-0 win over rival Ski Town Aspen. Joining me right now, the goalkeeper, Hunter Iverson. No shots in the goal today for you, right? How did that feel? Uh, it felt good. I felt confident in my defense. They were holding it down for me. And what was it like? What did you see from your offense that you like so much? Rutley here scoring a number of goals. But what did you like in particular that stood out to you? in this game from your boys up front? Uh, their passing was really good, and they made a lot of runs getting open for themselves, and, yeah, proud of that. I always hear that Aspen and Vail, they have this kind of bitter rivalry when it comes to ski towns. How good does it feel to just get that shutout win over the rival ski town here in Colorado? Definitely feels good to get the win, have something to hold over them, and, yeah, for sure. Okay, and what kind of preparation went into this game? You knew that they weren't going to be as high a caliber of opponent as maybe Steamboat or some of the other teams you've seen this year. What kind of preparation did you guys just work on this week with Coach Kevin Ives? Uh, we worked on mostly staying composed on the ball and working and surveying options on the field. Okay, and a big game coming up next. You're on this stretch that you're going to face a lot of good teams, it seems like, back-to-back. Colorado Academy, you got to make the trip down I-70 to Denver. That's a tough team, arguably maybe the best team in the state this year. What do you guys need to work on to get prepared for that matchup? Uh, we're going to work on being more unified as a team, working better together. There is some separation in the team, but we can bring that together, and I believe if we do that, then we'll have a chance in that game. Okay, and speaking of Colorado Academy still, they're a tough caliber opponent, like I've said, but what really sticks out to you about that team? Have you seen them, you know, you've seen them maybe a little bit. This is your first year on varsity. But what do you know about Colorado Academy that you've really got to be prepared for? They have definitely a lot of high-skilled players and have to 
watch out for that. Obviously, athleticism too, and uh, yeah, just be prepared for that. Okay, and back to this week. You know, Tuesday, you guys pick up the win against Rifle. That felt good. A lot of crowd noise from this Rifle fan base too. A lot of noise you guys had to keep out of your heads. How good does it feel to just be two and zero on the week? Uh, it definitely feels good. We went into this week knowing that we would have two pretty tough games, and it, yeah, it definitely feels good to get two wins in a week. Right on, Hunter. Anything you want to add? Uh, nope. That's it. Awesome. Bill Mountain School 2-0 this week. Stick around. We've got more player interviews coming. All right, so Vail Mountain School just knocked off rival Ski Town School Aspen. And joining me, the midfielder, the junior, Rutley Heineman. You may know him as All-State. Mr. Heineman, how did it feel to just get on that field and score three goals today? It was definitely a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. It's always fun being back on the field and playing with uh, the team. And just, I don't know, it was just a lot of fun. Eight goals scored today. No goals punched into your side of the field. What's your biggest takeaway from how y'all played on both sides of the ball? You know, protecting the goal, but also just on the attack. Um, I don't know. Kind of just we're starting to come together fully as a team, um, and we're kind of we're starting to gain a lot of momentum. Uh, where we've got four wins in a in a row right now, um, and we're trying to take that into a very good CA team. Okay, and you just brought up Colorado Academy. They're kind of you know that enemy on the board that you guys always want to take down, but, you know, look forward to playing because they make you better as a squad. How do you think, you know, two wins, going 2-0 and this week is going to help build confidence entering that tough matchup with Colorado Academy? Definitely just brings in a lot of good momentum coming into the next week. Um, they, we are away, but I think it's just going to be a fun, good game. It's going to be a kind of a just a grind game. I don't know, low scoring. It's going to be a lot of fun. They definitely got a lot of skilled players uh, everyone is good on the ball on their team. We just got to kind of play consistent and good, strong defense and offense. Okay, and back to Aspen. You know, this wasn't the highest caliber team you guys have seen this season. But going back to the past, they've been tough for y'all to play against in the past. I know you've only been in the Valley a short amount of time relatively. But how have you kind of seen this rivalry build between Aspen and your school, Vail Mountain School? It's definitely built a little bit. Um, I don't know. We've we've kind of had them uh, kind of consistently over the years. Um, but, I don't know, kind of hoping next year for a little bit more competition. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But they're definitely def – it's definitely nice to get the win over them. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, beginning of the season, you guys were telling me you want to run it back. After, you know, five games or so on the season, on your belt already, has the expectations for this year changed at all? No, it hasn't changed. We're still we're still going for the state championship. We're still trying to go back to back. Yeah, that's that's definitely the goal. Okay, and we've kind of hit sort of a midway point in the season, but what's really changed about this team from last year's team team that's really stood out to you? I think kind of just we got a good like young core, and everyone is starting to come together. Um, we're starting to build that good chemistry. We're starting to get comfortable on the field with each other. Um, and that's, I think, just the key to this team and just going forward throughout the whole entire season. Okay, and final thoughts from me, but you guys have this difficult stretch coming up. You got Colorado Academy, not to mention a couple of other schools, you know, that could challenge you along the way. What do you guys need to be focused on this week and the rest of the season in order to get back to that 2A state championship matchup? I kind of just think keeping the morale up, not getting nervous, like going in there with confidence and um, kind of just taking it to them, um, just not getting down, just 
yeah, being ready for them and saying that like we can play with them and we're not just because we're a two-way school doesn't mean that we can't play with them. Um, I think that we are better than a two-way school um, personally. So I think it's going to be good games for us. It's going to obviously make our team better, and it's yeah, it's going to be a fun kind of stretch. We'll see how it goes. Awesome. Anything you want to add? No, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Little Gore Rangers, go Gore Rangers. Yeah, come on, Gore Rangers. Let's go. Awesome. All right. Bill Mountain School with probably the matchup of the year on the schedule coming up against Colorado Academy. So stay tuned for that matchup. Over the weekend, 22nd ranked CU football took on longtime rival Nebraska for the first time since 2019. Big Red fans made themselves heard at Folsom Field and were hoping to steal one on the road after dropping their season opener, but Coach Prime and the Buffs determined to keep the hype alive in Boulder. Prime talked about his defense not looking amazing on paper last weekend against TCU, but assured everyone they're legit and would prove it against the Cornhuskers. Jeff Sims calls for the snap, the ball hits the deck, and it's a fight for the football. But the home team will come away with it. The week prior, the Huskers turned the ball over four times and were not off to a good start in week two. Fast forward to the second quarter, Huskers back with the ball. Sims throws, and it's picked off by Cameron Silman Craig. Buffs take over deep in Nebraska territory, and it doesn't take long to make the magic happen on offense. Shadur Sanders eyeing his man Tarverish Dawson the entire time will let it fly, and the catch is made for six. Buffs go up on Nebraska 10 to nothing, and they'll stay cooking in the second half, but not before Nebraska makes things interesting with a 57-yard run to the crib from quarterback Jeff Sims. Huskers make it a six-point game and look to be back in it, but CU will fix that narrative. Sanders looking downfield, fits it through a tight window to Xavier Weaver for the second CU touchdown of the day. Colorado starting to feel comfortable. Moving on to the fourth quarter, the Buffs will put that nail in the coffin with an eight-yard touchdown run from Dawson. Not a lot of fight from Nebraska in this one, but Shadur Sanders said this matchup became personal as soon as the Huskers stepped on the field. We go out there, warm up. You got the head coach for the other team trying to stand in the middle of the buff. Like, it's okay if, if like, a couple players do it. It's fine, you know. Like, to just enjoy the scenery. But when you got the whole team trying to disrespect it, then I'm not, you know, I'm not going for that at all. So I went in there and disrupted it. The coach, the coach said a lot of things about my pops, about the program, but now that he want to act nice, I don't, res I don't, I don't respect that because you hating on another man, you shouldn't do that. So it was just all respect was going for them in their program. So some strong words there from Sanders regarding his feelings towards the Huskers, stepping on that Buffs logo at center field, but his squad can take a deep breath and relax as they more than handled Nebraska. With the win over Nebraska, Colorado moves up a couple spots in the most recent AP poll and now sit at number 18 in the country. They remain the only team in the Centennial State to be ranked inside the top 25. Looking to next week, week three, for the Buffs, there's a lot to be excited about as they play in-state rival CSU. For the first time since 2019, that Rocky Mountain showdown will be played again in Colorado. The Buffs will not only host the Rams, but they'll also host College Game Day for the first time since 1996 as the popular ESPN show makes its way to Boulder from Tuscaloosa. 
Now, the Buffs weren't the only football team in the Centennial State with an outstanding performance. D2 school Colorado Mesa University took on FCS opponent San Diego in the Golden State. Mesa would knock off the Division I school 28-21 in overtime. Normally, you use a higher caliber opponent to gauge your own team, but head coach of Mesa, Miles Kochever, told me at our Mac Media Day he had other plans entering the matchup with San Diego. What makes it a successful game, walking out of San Diego and taking the bus back to Grand Junction after finishing that game? Go win. <laughs> no, and, and, and good question, but, you know, we're, we, we're playing them all to win. Um, but, you know, we want to go down there and we got to grow as a team. It's a preseason game, so that doesn't count on our record for the RMAC. Um, and we want to control the RMAC. So we need to be able to get better. Um, and we got to make sure that we continue to grow as a team throughout that game. Coach Kerchever and the Mavericks would go on to beat San Diego, picking up their first win against an FCS opponent since 2001. So that's a big deal for the RMAC Conference School. And taking a look now at the Division II AFCA coaches poll, CSU, Pueblo, and Western Colorado have jumped into the conversation as they join the top 25. Mines continuing to sit comfortably at number two, but Mesa staying out altogether as they fell in week one at home to Texas A&M Kingsville, but will start RMAC conference play this week, so they'll be a team to keep your eye on after the huge upset in San Diego last weekend. Finally, the Denver Broncos took the field for the first time this season at Mile High Stadium, and unfortunately, we saw a lot of similarities from last season. Broncos didn't put on much of a show as they practically mirrored the Raiders' stats here, ultimately falling to Las Vegas 16-17 in a mediocre, as I would say, season opener. So the Broncos will try their luck again this weekend. It's week two now as the Washington Commanders, who are 1-0 on the season, will come to Mile High Stadium, and that game is slated for a 2.25 p.m. kickoff. Make sure to continue coming back to us for all the latest sports coverage around the Valley and beyond. We'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Ben Belgrad, and I'm the owner of Drinking Vessels here at Bat Country Studios in Minturn. And I've been in the Valley for seven years. Um, I moved to the Valley because a friend helped me to get my vision off the ground, building my glass studio here, um, and being so close to snowboarding. So here at the studio, we're acting as a broker for 50 to 100 artists from around the country. We also offer glassblowing classes, and we bring many artists from around the country here to be able to work and create art collaboratively and be so close to skiing and all the activities we have here in the valley. Here at Drinking Vessels, we specialize in handmade glass drinkware from artists around the country and around the world. Some of these are produced as more of an item you could get in sets and kind of get different color options as time goes on. And some of these are completely one of a kind uh, and really high-end art that's unlike anything people have seen before. While I'm an artist myself here at the studio, I'm representing between 50 and 100 other artists from around the country. 
and most of these artists are able to spend most of their time working on their art while we help handle their marketing and their sales and the distribution and representation, allowing them more time to focus on their art. That's really my privilege in running this business is creating that support and providing that platform for this big group of artists that are part of a movement that's very important to me. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Welcome back to the second half of Good Morning Vale. If you can't tell, Mark and I are having a little bit too much fun this Friday. Hey, it's Friday. It's Oktoberfest in Vale Village, and we have an amazing show for you. We have Carrie with Sunward hats and jewelry and all the fun things in studio. We're going to have an interview with her in a few minutes, as well as Chris Anthony and the Eagle Valley Library. So keep it right here, because Good Morning Vale starts right now. All right, we're going to give you a look at that weather forecast for Friday. We'll jump ahead, look at the weekend. Here's what we're looking at for today. We're going to see, you know, 45 degrees in Vail right about now, a high of 62 degrees uh, with a 40% chance of moisture coming our way possibly later on in the daytime towards the afternoon hours. Cloudy to start, 56 around noon. Afternoon thunderstorms on and off throughout the daytime. We're going to see temperatures around 4 p.m., at about 59 degrees, so it's going to be a pretty cool day around Eagle County. Pack a light rain jacket or bring a layer, uh, but don't let a little bit of rain deter you from your plans, whatever it is you're going to do. Denver temperatures today, 67, with a 60% chance of some moisture. And then all around Eagle County, Vail, 40% chance of moisture with a high of 62. Avon, 40% chance of moisture with a high of 65. And then 69 with a 40% chance of moisture to the west towards Eagle and Gypsum. You're Forecast for tonight, sun setting, 716, partly cloudy skies, a light breeze, 
a low of 34 degrees at the valley floor in Vail. So cooler up on the hill, that 20% chance of rain could be a 20% chance of maybe even some of the white stuff, some snow flurries. Then looking ahead that five day, uh, we're going to see sunshine for Saturday, sunshine for Sunday, then Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Pretty nice weather still coming our way. Uh, it looks like the biggest percentage of, of moisture right now is going to be this afternoon and then maybe this evening. But other than that, um, we have more sunshine coming our way, but cooler temperatures. <laughs> Where did that first hour go? I know. I, we're having too much fun. And you got me a little bit excited about Oktoberfest. Yes. That was, it's hard a little bit. It's, I can feel it. And after a couple of minutes, how long do most people go holding um, this? So the, the national record for women yeah. is six minutes and 36 seconds. Okay. And I know this because every year when we do the competitions, there's this one lady that shows up and she okay. hangs out in the corner. You don't know much about her. She carries this little chihuahua with her. And <laughs> I don't even remember her name, but she shows up every year and she wins every year. Really? And then she was in Lion's Head with us and she competed on Saturday and she won. And then she Where came up. Where does the chihuahua go? She like, holds on to it. While she's doing it. And she closes her eyes. Oh, that's brilliant. And the chihuahua closes his eyes. <gasps> and it's... <laughs> A sight to behold. I love it. But anyway, it. she pulled me aside at the end because I was making announcements. Right. And she's like, hey, just so you know, because I, I thought the national record for women was five minutes. Okay. And she's like, hey, that's changed. She's like, it's actually six minutes and 36 seconds. Wow. And I'm like, how do you know that? She's like, because I have the record. We, I hope she's there tonight. I want to meet this woman. We should bring her on. It's pretty Good solid. Morning, it's yeah, pretty that's solid. with the Chihuahua. You know, I have two, so. I know. Love it. Anyways, <laughs> um, and we we just found some. We'll be able to show. It. We're going to try to be able to show it at some point during the show. Yeah. Some old footage of of Oktoberfest years ago, and, oh, and me kind of getting prepared here wow. in the studio. So if we can find it and bring it up, great. But awesome. Uh, we also just so you know, we have the Bratwurst Eating Contest. Saturday and Sunday, not tonight. Okay, so explain this to me. I shouldn't know this, but it's how many bratwurst you can eat and how long. No, no. Time. So the way it works, and it's sponsored by Polidori. Okay. Okay. Polidori sausage, the official bratwurst of Vale Oktoberfest, <laughs> and the winners get a year's supply oh, no. of sausages. No. Oh, our cameraman is very excited about this moment. And Brett, I'm going to tell you. So we bring I'm all the, win it for you, Brad. They bring all the boiled <laughs> bratwurst out. And everybody lines up, and there's two minutes on the clock. What? And they put two brats on the plate. There's no buns or anything. Okay. Oh. You have a beer with you if you want, or a right. liquid. And you have to Ugh. eat as many as you can in two know. minutes, okay? Okay, has anyone gotten sick? I have to ask the question. No, but okay. there is a spray zone in the front. So we anybody that stands close, we have it we have it fenced off about ten feet. Oh no. And I just tell anybody in the front make sure they're wearing Spray sunglasses them. because it can happen. That's nasty. And we have a bucket for early reversal. That's part of the process. Early reversal. This is brilliant. I see why they ask you back every year, so, my friend. You're good at that. And these bratwurst, I'll tell you, so at the end of the bratwurst eating contest, there's always leftover bratwurst. Okay. And last week I was snacking on them and I They give them to you? Anybody can have them. They're just, oh. they're just, and I'll tell you, they, these bratwursts are—they are the best bratwursts I've ever had. Period. And you'd think that with a bratwurst, it's going to have tough skin on it. Yeah. And they're hard to chew and right, swallow. Right, right. These things are delicious. No <laughs> bun, no mustard, no sauerkraut. And you can just eat them straight. Yeah. Okay, I want to try one tonight. Okay, maybe you and Candace will get Candace from the sits markup that you guys can compete. <laughs> Anyways, fine. come by tonight, okay? I love you. And here. <laughs> coffee what early morning up? show your friend yes. carrie's here carrie amazing she made this hat for me and we're going to talk to her all things hats and jewelry and it's national hat day wear a hat day make a hat day so there you go keep it right here for more good morning bill
Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavail.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Welcome to Street Magic. I'm Elizabeth Stanton with some of the most terrifying stunts, extraordinary extreme escapes, and the most amazing cutting edge magicians you'll ever see in one show. Get ready to have your mind turned inside out. The hand is definitely quicker than the eye. It's fake. <laughs> When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Hi there, I'm Cece with Good Day Vale and recently I had the distinct pleasure of sitting down with two individuals that are passionate about knitting. And I know you're probably wondering, knitting, but believe it or not, knitting has been ranked as the most relaxing event or hobby we could do besides yoga and meditation. So join us for this episode of Good Day Vale about knitting. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I'm here with my dear friend and amazing, we call her the hat lady here in Vale. <laughs> Carrie, how are you doing? I'm shop sunward. Well, sunward, but you need to shop sunward. How are you doing, yeah, Carrie? I'm good, thank you. Thanks good. for having me. I love that I just am holding this for dear life. It's my hat that she made me, and I'm diving in, diving in deep really early. She is brilliant because not only does she get your personality, your attitude, disco ball, because I'm fun and I love music, 
and then the logo on the top. You kind of, you change it up though to what anyone wants. Yeah, I, I pretty much customize it to um, whatever, what anyone wants. Their vibe, yeah, their, their feeling. Vibe. Well, and the great thing about you, Carrie, I know we have so much to talk about, so little time. Um, I went and saw Carrie because I adore her and I love everything that you do and you're such an amazing human. Thank hum you. You are, Sweet. and you're an amazing <laughs> human being. And I was kind of nervous about doing my hat because I didn't know exactly what I wanted. And you're really good about kind of feeling out the person and saying because I didn't know she has so many different items and I didn't know what I wanted and you kind of created it for me which was so cool and I love it and it's my favorite oh and it looks really cute on me too yeah See? it looks really cute <laughs> <laughs> so Carrie tell us all things Sunward what is Sunward what is your mission what do you do so I create um, products for people who um, want to customize to their style so yep. Sunday um, I'm in the Vail market from 9.30 to 3.30 and I offer a hat bar. So I have a uh, variety of hats and yeah. customers come and choose out their style and then they choose all the adornments and colors and, and things that they're interested in and then we style it up right on spot. Well, and I should say it's amazing because um, I think that during these different places that you go to, because you go to tons of festivals, you do yes. the farmer's markets, that's where in Vail, right? The Vail Village Farmer's Market, she got the brilliant name of the hat lady because yeah. I've heard even people saying, because yeah. Carrie's a friend of mine, oh, where is the hat lady station? But that's if you understand the Vale Farmer's Market, there are about a million and two people there yeah. with all these different things, and you're well-known. I had a woman, I didn't even tell you yet, here we go, at the Lumineers concert in Aspen asked me about you. Oh, yeah, so About this hat, that's exactly. Awesome. So it's, and it, you can see she does such amazing and different kinds of hats, and it's artwork in itself, but you also have jewelry, too. Yes, I, I make jewelry. I have um, a variety of uh, leather and acrylic jewelry that I make. So I design all the shapes. I yeah. laser cut all the um, materials so and cool. I make them in my home studio and gypsum. So good thing I got my nails done, right? Here yeah. we go, Vanna White style. <laughs> so these are just a couple examples and I actually have a pair of Carrie's beautiful earrings at home and they're stunning and they're all of them are so unique and so different yeah and they're also really lightweight really which is huge I always wear the backs <laughs> i've ripped my ears before i had to get them yeah. redone so this is they're brilliant and carrie Thank i know you. that you can go to farmers markets you're out and about different festivals etc i know so many people after seeing this are going to be excited to get a hat some jewelry etc where can people find you and where can they find their your stuff yeah so i always post my events on my instagram profile so okay. that's where you can find upcoming events um i do have some items for wholesale um in local shops vintage magnolia um in edwards and shine Every shine yep. intuitive beauty in edwards and then everyday outfitters down in eagle awesome um and then i do often have some other places but i'll i'll have them listed and then right. i am um, kind of on the lookout for a studio space, so yes. um, that might be coming up this uh, fall. And real where soon. are you looking for the studio space? I'm looking down in Gypsum. You know, my, okay. my home, I live in Gypsum. I right. currently make everything in Gypsum, and I I would love to stay down there and support you know local. the local town down there. So I love that. Yeah, I'm You're excited. So I'll be able to hopefully host parties and events. I am so have, stoked. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. Um, Carrie, the other thing I wanted to talk about is I know that you do hat bars. And you do this, obviously, um, at the different events that you go to and the farmer's markets. Mm -hmm. But I heard that you can do hat bar parties. You can 
I could call you. I could yep. email you and go through Instagram. Actually, at Shop Sunward. Shop Sunward. That's easy. I have her phone number, and I still write you I on know. Instagram. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> it's okay. All modes. <laughs> right. All modes. Um, but you can do sh- uh, hat parties. So what does that look like? Yeah. What does that entail? Because I think that's really fun. Yeah. So I've done hat parties from four people up to 100 people. And wow. I've also had um, some virtual events over Zoom. Oh, no way. Yeah. So if okay. you just reach out and contact me, we can talk through all the um, the steps and logistics, but basically, kind of like the Vail Market, I bring yeah. a variety of hats. I bring all the things to style it up. I hand burn on site. Um, I'd also bring hats maybe pre-styled or um, for this one, for example, is um, pre-laser engraved. So I put this one uh, in my machine oh, I and I program images. So, so that way you can see the different ideas and you get an yeah. idea of like, oh, I dig this, but I want the disco ball. Or I want charms. Yeah. Or, can you kind of give us, I know there's so many cause I, I'm a Libra and I have a hard time making decisions, <laughs> yeah. but you're so good again at helping someone walk through cause you get so overwhelmed and excited. Yeah. Um, what are the various things that you have for, cause I know you have feathers, you have disco balls, you have charms. Can you give us some ideas like sure. the, the woman who just had her grandchildren? That yes. was really cute. Um, so charms. yeah, so, um, it's a hat up front there, but basically I start by asking people what they, what vibe they want. If they want cool. uh, like neutrals, cool tones, warm tones. And then I have, um, recycled sari silk from from India. I love it. I have um, some organic fabrics. I have leather hat bands that I make, and then um, again, like gemstones, all the things so to just cool. wrap it up. It's just so neat watching on the screen like all the different hats because I can feel each personality as we look at the hats. I'm like, I know this one would be for this friend. This friend, you know, yeah. it's so neat. Yeah, there's a little bit of spice and variety in all of them. Yes, you know, depending on what you want. And you can definitely have a message on there, right? You can mm-hmm. say whatever you want. Yes. I've, I've hand burned and laser burned, um, lyrics in there, um, oh, initials cool. for family members, right on. words of encouragement. What is the funniest or, okay. Funniest and or most powerful thing. I don't know if you can say this on morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's one that's the funniest that I love, but not so much <laughs> F-, F around and find out. Oh, I like <laughs> that. You're funny. So cute. It's a lyric. <laughs> Um, lyrics, um, and a lot of hidden messages with like family members that have been lost, um, either with words or like a symbol. Oh, I love that. You're Mm. brilliant. I'm so excited. I love my hat, but I want to get about five more (laughs) for every season. I think this could be like (laughs) always, they're always in season. Oh, Carrie, I love you. Well, the best way to contact you is probably through Instagram. Yeah, correct? Instagram okay. or email hello at shopsunward.com. Hello at shopsunward.com and Instagram is shopsunward. Yeah, oh. and my website is shopsunward.com. And the website shopsunward. You're awesome, Carrie. <laughs> I think you. we definitely need to have you back on here and definitely check out our stuff. I love that you're all about the local vibe and we adore you here. Very and thanks true. for being Thank you. the Vale hat lady. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it right here. We have some more Good Morning Vale to come. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters.
everyone. I'm Raisa Pascal. And I'm Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I so, do. so even though you were... Some good deals. Too good to miss on flash deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Oh, that's great stuff with, uh, with the hats and the jewelry. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Um, we're going to have a beautiful, beautiful weekend for us. Sunshine, Saturday and Sunday. We have a little bit of rain coming our way over the course of today for Friday. You can see about a 40% chance with a high of 62 in Vail. And that 62 temperature coming probably 3 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon. A few clouds to start. And then we'll see more clouds and those afternoon showers. Your alley forecast, temperatures in the 40s to start, 50s midday. It's going to be in the 50s more than the 60s, but we'll see a high temperature dropping in probably, you know, probably 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, um, along with some scattered showers and thunderstorms. Denver temperatures today, 67, so close to 70 degrees with a 60% chance of moisture. And then for Vail, Avon, and Eagle, 40% uh, chance of moisture all around Eagle County. Temperatures low 60s in Vail, mid 60s in Avon, and upper 60s to the west towards Eagle and Gypsum. Uh, tonight, 34 for a low with a 20% chance of moisture. And then our five-day forecast, sunshine for Saturday and Sunday, uh, temperatures in the low 70s. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, a slight percentage of moisture coming our way. Once again, just a small percentage. Temperatures um, upper 60s and low 70s for the first three days of the work week. Um, not bad, though. Not bad. Okay, so we've talked Broadwurst. We've talked Beer Steins. What is next? <laughs> I'm ready. So we found some old footage. Oh, no. So years ago, this is honestly 17, this is almost seven years ago. Eric, who was one of our producers, okay. um, he and I, he was just kind of fun. He was kind of thinking out of the box a lot. And he did, we did this little thing we put together and it was focusing on Oktoberfest. Why am I have, nervous for you? Don't be nervous. It's so funny. It brought back some great memories. If we can pull it up, um, this is just for everybody to watch. It's pretty darn funny. Um, it's just getting kind of fired up. What are you doing? I'm getting ready for Oktoberfest. You know that's not till Friday, right? Yeah.
Dogs are going down. Joey got two, my boy. Joey got two. And OG, they keep racing. Come on, Joey. What are you doing? Hey guys, Friday, 6 o'clock, in Vail, Oktoberfest. I was not prepared for that at all. No. I love how they kept on falling off your. Yeah. He kept, he kept catching me. I was excited. He kept catching me train. Anyways, we'll see you this weekend in Bill. We have more of the show coming up. Uh, we have the Eagle Valley Library District coming into the studio. Gretchen's going to contain herself. I'm going to try. And Chris Anthony with the Youth Initiative Project. And a few more interviews here at TV8. We're breaking. Join me on Elizabeth Stanton's Great Big World. Find out where I'll be going next and which celebrities I'll be bringing along with me. I'll show you amazing destinations with lots to explore, and you'll get to know my celebrity guests the way they really are, up close and personal. We'll travel the world, experience new cultures, and together, try to make a difference. I'm Elizabeth Stanton, saying the world's a big place, and I'm going to show it to you. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at RevivalValeValley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind, body, beauty. Hi there. Are you ready to explore famous neighborhoods from New York City to Kentucky? Watch The Neighborhood with host Nicole Newman. Featuring famous people, unique history, and delicious places to eat and drink. Our viewers get an inside personal look at each neighborhood. With each episode we learn, grow, laugh, and live like a local, not just a visitor. Welcome to the neighborhood. Check your local program schedule and tune in.
Summertime is here and we all love laying out in the sun and reading a good book and just absorbing some new knowledge. And we've got one of the experts in this space, Carrie May from the Eagle Valley Library District. Thank you so much for meeting me. Yeah, thank you for being here today. I'm super excited to talk books. All librarians are typically excited to talk <laughs> books. Um, today, I really wanted to feature uh, some of our nonfiction content. Uh, typically, people think that's maybe not as exciting as all the new fiction we have coming in. But I just want to reassure you that we also have some really fun nonfiction coming in as well. And you've brought a lineup of books behind us. This one immediately caught my yes. eye. Yeah. So uh, this is the big book of tarot meanings. Uh, tarot is really hot right now. So if you uh, just happen to pick up a tarot deck and want a little more insight into what your reading may mean, uh, this is a great book to check out. And between that and then the cookbooks that you guys always have cycling yes. in, which this is something that I really need to dive into. My <laughs> cooking skills are terrible. So you can start with the beginner ones and just work your way up from there. Absolutely. And um, what's really great, too, is if uh, we have some really specific ones. So if you're, you know, kind of craving something specific, uh, this is a new one that recently caught my eye, uh, That Noodle Life. And um, I've already perused it, and it has uh, basically any type of noodle you can think of. We have Asian noodles, Italian noodles, and uh, believe it or not, it even has taco noodles. Whoa. All right. So I just signed up for my library card. I know what I'm doing later, looking into some taco noodles. Yeah. And then beyond that, you've got some crafting books and mm -hmm. some great books with just beautiful pictures that really bring what's in the ocean to life on yeah. a page. Yeah. So we always have a phenomenal collection of photo books. Again, this is an, a new one. Um, it really ties into our summer reading theme, too, Oceans of Possibility. But it just has the most incredible, beautiful um, underwater pictures and uh, whatever photo team worked on this just did a phenomenal job. They're beautiful and I don't know how they got those pictures underwater. <laughs> I never know how they do that. So if people are interested in looking at the nonfiction section and maybe chatting with you as the expert in this space, mm -hmm. where can they do so? So any of your Eagle Valley Library branches have a great nonfiction collection. We have branches in Avon, Eagle, and Gypsum and just walk in and ask your local librarian. Carrie Mae, thank you so much for giving us all this great information and taking the time to chat us through some of these new books that you have. You're welcome. Thanks for being here today. I hope to see you guys in the library this summer. Make sure you come check out any of the Eagle Valley Library District libraries, only because they've got the best staff and, quite frankly, the best selection of books, and you want to start your summer reading. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we've got more of the show. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. We are very Oktoberfest um, themed today. We should have dressed up. I know. Why didn't we? And I'm know. German. Gretchen. Gretchen. That's my Gretchen. name. <laughs> Gretchen. Gretchen holding this stein. It was Schneider. Schneider. There you go. Yes, but I want to hear more about this because I'll be honest. Yes, I have attended Oktoberfest, but I've never done the events. I've never done the keg bowling either. I want to hear about oh, this. Oh, the keg bowling. Yes. So keg bowling. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> keg bowling, see Beaver Creek, when they do their Oktoberfest, they don't incorporate the keg bowling because okay. it's, it's a little rowdy mm -hmm. for the Beaver Creek The Beaver Creek's more family experience. oriented, yes. Um, Love but, it. So keg bowling, what they do is they lay out like 10 sheets of plywood on the ground to make a nice flat surface. And you have an empty full-size keg. Okay. And it's, it's mounted onto like a wooden 
cradle with wheels on it, okay? So that's awesome. four wheels, okay? Yeah. So that's your bowling ball, <laughs> oh, that's so to so speak. Cool. And then they take 10 empty kegs, you know, 15 feet away, and they stack them in a pyramid. And then you And then you have a full barrier of people from away. And then there's a line. It's called, it's a footfall. So yeah. there's a line that you cannot cross over. Um, but you can do whatever you need to do to build momentum on this keg on the wheels. Oh, cool. And then you have to push it or run and slide and push it. And you can dive over the line, but your feet cannot go over the line. That's the what? one catch. Okay, so what's... So, I, so okay. I hire somebody that's a footfall judge, and they stand there and watch the line the whole time. No way. And if they go over the line, they're out, but... You knock down the kegs, and the kegs can't be leaning. If it's leaning, it doesn't count. It has to be okay. laying on its side. And then you have two rolls, and then you advance. You know, you can knock down 20 kegs, hypothetically, oh, oh, right? Oh, There's a little oh, old wow. school. That's Vail. That's actually Lion's Head or Vail. That's Lion's Head. That is. Of years ago. I so love that. you see that. the idea of it, right? Yes. Okay. Um, and this is where that guy, Drew, decided to pop his shirt off. And <laughs> Drew, you started <laughs> a Drew. whole moment of um, <laughs> And the keg bowling really is like a, I mean, the side lifting is a crowd favorite, right. but the keg bowling is a beast. Like, it's yeah, a beast. That's intense. And guys and girls combined, there's like 15 of them, and then four or five will always advance to the finals. Okay. And then you have one push in the finals. And last week, one guy in the finals knocked down, he knocked down all, all of them, and I've never seen that oh, happen wow. before. Was he a big guy? That's what I worry, or worry about. That's no. what I think. It's all, I mean, it helps, but it's all about momentum. But then you have okay. some of these guys and some of the ladies, they'll push it, and that little thing will just kind of creep. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, yes. Oh, that's me. Look at that. That's, I love it. Yeah, that's keg bowling right there. That's, look at that. There's you. <laughs> Happy Friday, everyone. <laughs> but anyways, uh, some of these people will roll it, and they'll get it up to the keg, and it'll just kind of bump it, yes. and it'll stop. And nothing will happen. Oh, I would be so embarrassed if that happened to me. Mm, that's, yeah. But you know what? No. So the keg bowling is a hoot. Yeah. No keg bowling tonight. Keg bowling on a Saturday for tomorrow and Sunday for okay, sure. Okay, cool. Well, um, tonight sounds like a lot of fun too. This act, it's just a good time. And it really is a, it's a, a, a group of good people enjoying Oktoberfest, getting a feel for kind of fall here in the mountains. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, people always say, why do we do Oktoberfest in September? But it's like you got to do it when the weather cooperates, right? A hundred percent. You know, and while there's still a group of people around. So it really, it really is engaging. The food is spectacular. A lot of the restaurants come out and set up their own booths yeah. and do their own thing. And, and there's a lot, of, a lot of liquids flowing for everybody. And <laughs> Water. <laughs> Lots of water. And that's a key thing is also just make sure you stay hydrated, right? <laughs> and I love the music, too. You know I'm a music girl, like we said, and there's so... Helmet. Helmet will be here this I evening love, in the Rhinelanders. I love um, him. Helmet will be there. He was a he was a part of Beaver Creek when Beaver Creek opened back in 1980. How cool! And he's been to every Oktoberfest um, since. He and his crew. He's and such a sweet man. There's also a band called the Average German Band, which will perform. They're going to have the uh, the the Shoe Plattler dancers, the Denver Kickers, will be there oh, doing cool. their German dancing. Uh, and, um, and then also with that other stage over at Solaris this year, that's where the headliner bands will be. So your your you know your full on fun rock and roll evening music, aside from any German music, will be taking place over there. I love this, and you get to see Mark in all his glory. Are you going to have one little strap falling off? That's a, we talked <laughs> about sorry. that before because she's used to wear the overalls, the corduroy I did. overalls. That was with a one moment. strap down. That was a thing. That's yeah, it was the way a you did big it. deal. Yeah, it was cool back in the day. You okay. were just bringing it back. All right, so, hey, we'll be right back. I've got to look at the weather report, more of the show. Hopefully, Chris Anthony will be in the studio. We'll be right back. Good morning, Bill. 
feeling good today. Great show on the our show. I'm Suki. And we are feeling good today. You know why? Because we had a great TV8 Vale is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Stop by for Good Morning Vale at 7 a.m. and stay all day for lifestyle favorites such as Good Day Vale, Daily Flash, Suki and Scott, and more. And you're sure to find the adventure you crave with back-to-back -back episodes of Scoreboard Nation and Outdoor America. Find us all day, every day on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92, on TV8Bell.com, and on all our social media platforms. There's more for you on Channel 92. Lionshead Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lionshead Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. and exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. All right, welcome back to the show. Saving the best for last, right? Well, thank you. <laughs> Chris Anthony, everybody, ChrisAnthony.com. For those of you who don't know Chris Anthony, um, he's just, uh, he is just a mover and a shaker within the ski industry and the community. Multiple War Miller films, his new film that came out a year ago, Mission to Mount Manger, which is all about the 10th Mountain Division, conquering Mount Belvedere back in World War II, Youth Initiative Project, um, MC host. Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. Nice to see you. Is that enough of your accolades? Because I know there's a lot more. Yeah, I know. what's great is that you guys can uh, just call me and I live upstairs. So I can just <laughs> run down and be on the set. Chris, we need some help down here. Get down here. <laughs> this is like my living room. It's it used, used to be in here a bunch, too. I remember back in the day, you spent a lot of time down yeah, here. Yeah, they would call and they're desperate. And Trish would call up and <laughs> yeah. say, what's up? We got a spot. Run down. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's uh, focus on you here. Um, let's get into first, um, I think let's talk about Mission Mount Mangert, because that was 
um, like world received. Yeah. And it still is. Like you still have showings and you go and talk and um, it's just tell everybody really what that is all about and kind of what that looks like for Absolutely. next up. Yep. So I produced a film and it's about the legendary 10th Mountain Division, which for those of you that don't know, was a unit that was created by the Army during World War II to be um, capable of fighting in winter battles. And they were known as the first American ski troop, but they are a light infantry unit, cold weather focused. And when the War Department, because of the constant pressure by a man by the name of Minnie Dole, who uh, was the founder of the National Ski Patrol, kept pointing out to the War Department, you know, if we get pulled into a war, most of it's going to be fought in the mountains, it's going to be in the snow, it's going to be cold, and we don't have a cold weather unit. So after a while, they just said, okay, Minnie, go put something together. <laughs> and since he was a skier, he actually, his first recruits were all skiers. So it was a very unique outfit that was made up of skiers, and especially back then, a lot of the great skiers were actually immigrants from Europe, so even Germans. So ironically, the, the original 10th Mountain Division was made up of an international huh. uh, group of skiers that had migrated to the United States and to escape what was happening in Europe, that being Hitler and you know invading everywhere. And uh, this unit was developed up in Washington, and eventually they built them a base here in Colorado, as we know as Camp Hale, which is now a national monument, which is spectacular. Yep. yep. So that and that, uh, so, uh, yes, and that, that actually connects back to my film as well. So I ended up producing a film about them because um, I stumbled across a story that had never been told while guiding in Europe, which is a whole other thing. But. Um, <laughs> I brought that story back, and I brought it to the Warren Miller team, and they've changed a little bit, so they didn't express interest in it, so I went down the rabbit hole. And in the Warren Miller-esque sort of way, that's how I produced the film. Back when, like, Warren right. was Yeah, he would talk, and yeah. he'd poke fun here and there, but give really some great insight and perspective. Yeah, so he, would, he also did everything on his own, and he, you know, travel around and show the show his films. He produced his own films. He financed them, and um, that's how I'm doing it. So I'm touring the film, and then the film also benefits my foundation of my youth project, which is let's get there. Let's let's yeah. segue into that, right? Yeah. Because you're in the middle of a big uh, fundraising effort right now. Yes. So I'm traveling around with the film, still showing it, still raises money for my youth project, as well as anybody that partners with me. So on October 13th, we're going to show the film again here in Vail at the Vail Mountain School. That's all going to benefit the Colorado Snow Sports Museum, which also has a wonderful tribute to the 10th Mountain Division. Yes, for But sure. it also benefits my foundation, which is mentoring and education for youth and providing experiential educational trips for underserved communities. And most of the time it's taking kids skiing for, yeah. right? I mean, that, I, hypothetically, that's, my, that's what it is, right? Well, that gets the most attention right. um, because I am a skier and I love to get the kids out of the inner city and up to the mountains yeah. and skiing. So that's actually my, my most expensive endeavor of okay, my Okay, but you film. have other ones that are a piece of it too. Yes. 
But right now I am on a fundraising campaign because I'm getting a lot of requests from schools in Denver. So it costs me about uh, between $4,500 to $5,000 to bring a group of 45 to 50 kids up to the mountains from Denver. I pay for everything. And um, so right now I am doing a fundraising campaign where a, a wonderful donor came to me and said, you know, if you can raise $15,000 in the next couple of weeks, we'll donate 10. Oh. And so this where, map, where are you at right now? What's your number? This morning I was at 8,000. You got to get to 15 to yep. get 25. To get, yeah, to get the extra 10 to get to 25, which will, you know, help me get through, what is that, five schools. You and know? how many more days do you have until this is uh, up? We didn't really have a limit. We, okay. They just said, we want you to yeah. get this done in the next couple of weeks. Let's so, help Chris get it done is yeah. what basically where we're going with this. So go to chrisanthony.com and up in the right of my webpage is a donate a donate button and it'll take you to the Colorado Gibbs Foundation and then that is funding my uh, youth project. Did you ever think when you were growing up and you used to just love skiing just because you were a kid that you would be doing the impactful things you're doing now. You know what I mean? It's pretty yeah. impressive. I mean, I, I I always wanted to be like the best skier, and yeah. I wanted to. I mean, all uh, like every little kid, I wanted to make the Olympics or something like that. And of course, I grew up watching the Warren Miller films, and I'd actually go to them as watch him as a little kid thinking maybe he was hiding in the trees and caught she a shot of me. You, exactly. And so you have those and, dreams and as kids. kids probably still think that way too. Yeah. Maybe it's I not warm, so. but they're thinking, you know what? And that's yeah. what we, we go about our days because social media is having such a big impact on, on everybody daily. Yeah. Man. So I did dream about all that. But what has been the biggest um, shock and overwhelming experience over the last couple of years is because of the film I've been to NATO twice. I've been in multiple Ministry of Defenses. Right. I've been um, in multiple embassies. And I've sat and had dinner with generals while in Europe, you know, while the Ukraine thing's going on, and they're meeting about that, but they brought my movie in to show my movie during their meetings because of the relationship between what took place back then and what's taking place currently. History is important, yeah, bottom line. Yeah. And I've been to asked several times to go to the current Army base of Fort Drum for the 10th Mount Division and speak there. And recently I was inducted into the Army U.S. Hall of Fame Warrior Legend category as a civilian, which is like all these things are just, those are crazy, right? Like, no, it's I'm a, crazy. I'm a, it's really a, a skier. And ultimately, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And ultimately, to me, it just it just says this guy is is dramatically having an impact daily on on a lot of people. And you don't think about it that way because you are a skier, right? But there's yeah. so many layers to peel back to see like what makes you who you are, and it's much deeper than chasing powder in the back bowls. And it's beautiful. So thank you for everything, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah, of yeah, course. It's, it's been neat yeah. to see what, uh, yeah, you, you chase after the snow. You're trying to fig figure out continuous yeah. ways to ski. Yeah. And that's ultimately what Warren, Warren was after the free lift ticket and how he could go on free trips, yeah, totally. right? <laughs> and it ended up taking him on this whole other journey of life. And that's what's kind of happened for me. Love it. It's been like the Forrest Gump journey, you know, where you just 
ends up in these unique pockets of things that just kind of unfold as you go. Thanks. Good to see you, man. Thank you. Appreciate Appreciate it. it. You be safe. Awesome. Chris Anthony, chrisanthony.com. His goal is $15,000 to get 10 more, and they're at about 8,000 right now. So let's keep it up, chrisanthony.com. We'll be right back with the rest of the show. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. Do you have any personal stories you can share? Do I? Yes, I do. So even though you work with some good deals, too good to miss on Flash Deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater.
Welcome back to this Friday's edition of Good Morning Vail. I love this next person, Tegan from the Eagle County Library. <laughs> I love it. We just have so much fun. We're, we're talking all things skiing. We're yeah. talking about books. We're talking about snow and yes. books. And, books about yeah. snow. <laughs> snow and books. <laughs> How are it's you doing? Awesome. Good, good. How are you doing? I am so good. And I know last time you were here, we talked a lot about, which I thought was so neat. I just wanted, yeah. I got a lot of positive feedback about this, oh, about good, the good. books that um, don't have a lot of words. words. Yes. yes. And That's how you can talk to your children or other adults. Right, right. True. Um, of just like have good conversations about things that really matter or maybe someone that doesn't really want to, isn't very expressive about the, how their day was, et cetera. So I really yep. love that. And I heard today we're talking about one of my favorite things. <clears throat> yes. Reading buddies. Reading I remember buddies. this. Oh, when you I was do? Little. Okay. Yes. That's fantastic. It was a big deal in my school because when we, I believe kindergarten, first grade, yep, yep. we got an older student yes. and we thought that was so cool. And they yes. would bring us little snacks and yeah. like, <laughs> read together. So what, yeah, what do we, yeah. So we have about? reading buddies and all three of our branches. So okay. Avon, Eagle, and Gypsum, cool. and you can sign up. And so okay. we have the little buddies, which is first through third. Um, and then they get paired. The yes, the little buddies. <laughs> and they get paired, paired with a high school student. Oh, and then cool. sometimes we even have like middle school mentors with the high school students. So the middle oh. schoolers can rise up to be a big buddy. So they kind of just shadow. <clears> they kind of shadow cool. to see okay. what the program is about. So the high schoolers, they, they gain um, all sorts of reading skills to help teach the little buddies. Oh, but it's, it's part of the like mentorship leadership portion that the high schoolers will walk away with. It okay. counts for their volunteer hours that they oh, need wow. to graduate. I want to um, do that. Yes. <laughs> and then um, the little buddies, as you said, like it's a, it seemed peer to peer. Like it's not an adult because reading is very intimidating. Right. Um, it is a skill set that you're trying to acquire and learn. Right. So, and then, so you have a high school student. Student. It's not as intimidating as a, your your parents or a teacher. It's not an adult presence. It's more of like this kind of cool. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Right. And our little buddies get very attached to our big buddies. They just look so look forward to seeing them every week. Well, and uh, I, yeah, and I love that you yeah. said that because just the other day, and this is truth as an adult, even reading aloud sometimes. Yes. I find, and you know what I do for a living, and you talk to people all day, I get nervous even. So yep. I think this is a beautiful thing to learn young, very yep. young, to learn how to read and be able to not feel nervous. I think that's And practice in, a, in an environment that where the child doesn't feel judged or like right. they have to perform or right. they have to like get every word perfect because they have um, a peer there that is right. just going to just be like, oh no. It's and, all good. Yep, yeah, yeah, and make yeah. it nice and easy. And they do cry. Um, they, there are some skills and techniques that high schoolers will work with the little buddies with to okay. help acquire those reading skills oh, but again that. it's less stress for the little buddy how do you go about um signing up for this because i think this is so yes that's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can come to our library branches so avon eagle or gypsum okay you can find the information online which is evld.org we okay. have a section that's called reading buddies we have the application there okay cool um and you can always call our libraries um and f uh just if you have questions just call them up and be like what is this about and can i sign up my child i do have a question yeah, yeah. um i know that and this is something I don't think is very spoken about but there's even some adults you know maybe English yes. is a second yep. language yep. and or you have a learning um I don't know what the exact terminology is, Defic uh, deficiency? I don't know if that's right. <laughs> but, you know, maybe you reading wasn't your strong point. It, 
Yeah, um, and or you were, or school wasn't your thing. hundred percent. So yes. or um, so the library. You can always come back to the library. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have um, there's reading at all sorts of levels, awesome. and what we found out with this most recent study is seventy one percent of um, Americans ha- are um, literate. That's right. Uh, yes, and then fifty four percent of them are only literate at a sixth grade level. Wow. Um, so wow. when you check out, and I encourage anyone who's learning a language, just learning a language right. or yeah. practicing or reading aloud, um, check out kids books because there's fifty. 50% more rare words yeah. in a kid's book than there is on television. So te- 50% more. 50% more rare wow. words. So you're going to okay. ha- just find like these little juicy gems in the books where you're not going to hear that on TV and you're okay. not going to hear it or you're not going to read it in a newspaper. You're going to find that in children's books. Okay, um, that's amazing. Yes. <laughs> I love that you know these things. I love this because that I would have not thought. Yeah, That's okay. I, I mean, I was thinking uh, we were reading a book the other day, and it had smorgasbord in that. That's just not a word you come across <laughs> every day. Yeah, it's a fun <laughs> one. Um, so it was just fun to practice the sound and to read it aloud and, yeah. and to play with it because it sounds funny and what does it mean? So yeah. there's all sorts of little gems. We also cool. partner with the Literacy Project of Eagle County. Awesome. And so they help adult learners improve their reading skills and their literacy skills. So um, okay. they are based in Avon. You can give them a call as well, and they do classes up and down the valley. So if you are an adult and you would mm-hmm. like to volunteer your time, this is something that you could help. Yes. Okay. So you can um, work with the Literacy Project of Eagle County. Again, we partner with them and they have all sorts of programs where volunteers can get into the school and have a buddy oh, or if that. they want to improve their own um, literacy skills, they have programs for that. And then of course we have all the materials you need in the library. library is such a cool place. <laughs> you really you. opened my eyes. I mean, I don't mean to sound silly or naive, oh. but you have like... I, adore you as well but you've opened my eyes because you know truly from back in the day library go get books I get it I understand it it's like microfiche that's how old I am yeah 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 we got that (laughs) yeah we still have that (laughs) Um, no but you know doing studying etc that kind of thing but it's such a beautiful world of being able to go there and help others and have people help you and just get lost in well, and if you've only experienced the library in one way, so right. say for academics, for studying, you don't really know what all libraries have. Right. Um, and there is a thing called library phobia, um, where people where we're, we seem intimidating. So yeah. they think you know they come in if they're going to be loud, or I have parents being like, "Oh, my kid's a little loud." Um, and they're, yeah. they're worried about the stereotype of the librarian shushing them. Um, and shush <laughs> is a four-letter word in our libraries. Um, we will not shush you. Um, <laughs> we, no shushing. No shushing. Um, it, we know that kids are going to be loud. We know teens are, lo- are going to be loud. So we have zones in our library. for We have our loud zone, and then we have our How quiet cool. study zones. Is that um, a new thing? I, never... I, I think libraries um, are trying to accommodate everybody's needs. And it's cool. for um, developmental reasons. Like, teens and kids are going to be a little louder. They are who Yes. Yep. And so we have those areas for them, and then we also have our study areas and our more quiet areas. So if you do need to come and work at the library, or if you need to study, we have those spaces as well. Well, that is so awesome, Peggy. And I love talking about all things Thanks. books, and I've learned so much even from you. And so. We've had an amazing Friday, and I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming and joining us, and this was a great Friday edition. I hope I may, maybe I'll see you at Oktoberfest tonight or this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming here, and we hope to see you again. (laughs) Good morning. Y'all have a great weekend, everyone. (laughs) Happy Friday.